0: Hello and welcome back to Speedrun the Fast Talking Video Game Podcast where we talk about pretty much anything we want that's a video game related. I of course am Jamie and Jazzy is at the very end of the moving saga. If I remember right, she's doing electrical work in the new house today. Very exciting. I'm sure that'll be something we talk about next week. But this week I'm here with the one and only Log Games. Hello Hello, hello. Now if I remember right, you're actually somewhat local, right? Like you're also in BC?
1: That's right, Log Games is a BC company.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, because yeah, the, the show here where we actually record over in Victoria.
1: Yeah, we're in the Vancouver metro area right now.
0: Oh that's that's awesome. So for today's 10-minute episode I'm start starting to timer on. I want, uh, I want to talk about an entire trilogy of games, y'all have worked on. Uh, Mainly the two epic dumpster bear games and uh, newest of all, Jank Brain, which I believe came out last year.
1: Yes. That one came out January or February of this year, actually.
0: So very recent. Yes.
1: So, Oh, oh sorry, go on. No, no, I just just the delay is working. It's magic. You should uh, ask the question.
0: Uh, but starting on that, Dumpster Bear itself is very interesting. It's a game I originally found out through a, a friend of the show, The Golden Bolt, uh, and I was immediately hooked when I first played it on Wii U. It has a very distinctive art style. Would you like to go into the story behind that?
1: Sure. Yeah, I think, uh, distinctive is a very nice way of putting it. I would, I would kind of, say it has no art style whatsoever (laughs) so when i started making it i uh i wanted to make a game i knew i didn't really have a lot of money to work with and i was going to do be doing most of it by myself so and i'm a programmer by trade so i knew i had the kind of the programming covered and yeah so i just decided to dip into the unity asset store and yeah found a was experimenting with some platforming code I was working on and found this this asset pack that had a bunch of animals in it and one of them was a bear and if you unity has this mechanism animation system so you can apply any type of humanoid animation to any type of 3d model that has that's rigged so luckily these animals were rigged but they were rigged in like a weird way for a human so when I put the When I put the human animations onto the bear, it it just, it looked really funny and kind of odd and janky. And then I'm like, this is it. This is, this is the main character of the game. So, and then I've just filled in with pretty much everything is a unity asset or a turbo squid, which is another place to get assets. So yeah, just threw it all together. Kind of, that's why, that's where it gets its distinctive art style.
0: Uh, and how long did the whole process of making Dumpster Bear take? How long was that development cycle?
1: The first one took a little bit longer than the other two. Uh, I can't. I kind of stopped and go to bit. Like I kind of uh, didn't do it all at once. So it's hard for me to put an actual time frame. It was over the first one because the first one, if you if you played through them, it has probably dealt. Uh, Quite a few, quite almost double the levels, I'd say, just because most of the levels are longer as well. Uh, So I spent more time on the level design on that one, but I would say probably six to eight months. But there was a lot of learning. That was a lot of learning of Unity for the first time and experimenting and prototyping. So uh, the other two took a much shorter amount of time.
0: That's incredible, and when you say it's like, uh, you know, each time you've gone to make a new platform, because all three of them are platformers. I, you know, Jank Brain I know is uh, a, a similar style of game. I think it's fair to say. Uh, when, yeah, you say that, yeah, sure. when you say that, for sure. When you that each time you've do- dove dove into platform development, like uh, or platformer development, that the development time frame has gotten shorter.
1: Yes, and that's because I've pretty much built each game on top of the last one. So I started with the Epic Dumpster Bear project, and then when I did Epic Dumpster Bear 2, I kind of just filled. I deleted stuff from the old project and added new levels, and kind of tweaked tweaked the control. Uh, kind of, there was a few things with the way Dumpster Bear controlled in the first one that I wanted to fix. Did that, added some new mechanics. And then with Jank Brain, yeah, I kind of tightened it up. It's more of a shooter, so you don't want it to be quite as slippery as, like... I kind of like momentum platformers where the character kind of keeps their momentum going. Jank Brain's a little bit tighter in that respect, but that's just because there's a lot of projectiles. You don't want to be slipping around as much. Uh, But yeah, each time has definitely taken less time, and it's been uh,
0: less of a grind for sure. And it's really interesting because, despite the look of Dumpster Bear, you know, part of why I had you on is because I really do super enjoy those games. It's almost like a Mario Sonic hybrid, you know, with more of the Mario esque levels, but that momentum based platforming that I know a lot of people associate with, say, a Sonic game almost. Uh, compared to Jank Brain, which sure. I think would be fair to say almost has more Mega Man influence. Yeah,
1: I would. I think that's a good way to put it. Uh... Because, well, and Actually, when I made Dumpster Bear, I really wanted to emulate uh, the way Mario controlled uh, for the first one. And if you kind of just the acceleration and the deceleration and just like when you don't really realize it until you start trying to implement it. But the way Mario controls, just the way he kind of stops on a dime when you go back and forth, uh, they actually mess with gravity depending on where in the jump you are. Uh, just air control like it's not it's not a realistic physical simulation it's it's really they've messed with every kind of aspect of the physics to make it fun and feel good so I definitely wanted to uh to do that with Dumpster Bear I didn't totally succeed I think with the first one I think there were a couple things with Dumpster Bear's control that uh kind of felt like more of an older Mario game it was kind of felt a bit heavier which I wanted I wanted him to have some weight to him but yeah, in terms of the springs, with the springs and the bumpers from Sonic and kind of the grinding. Uh, yeah, but that those, Sonic and Mario was kind of, when I was growing up, those were my, my games. So I was happy to uh, make a Mario clone with some Sonic sprinkled in.
0: I guess going from that, you were talking about games when you grew, grew up. Were you a Sega kid or a Nintendo kid? I was kind of both. Uh,
1: so my friends all had the NES but well, I never had one myself, but my first system was a game boy picked up the game boy. So there was a little bit of Mario, like Mario uh, land and then Mario land 2. Uh, but then I guess Classic. my first home console was, was the Genesis. So I did play with, and that came with Sonic two when I got it, Sonic two. And I believe echo the dolphin. So I played all the Sonic
0: games. And then later on, maybe a couple years later, I bought a super Nintendo played through all the Mario's with super Mario all-stars and, uh, So, yeah, I was kind of both, but uh, if I had to pick a side, it kind of went back and forth. I started probably Sega, but then I moved over to Nintendo. I think that's fair, and I think it's fair to say that happened to a lot of people. uh, You know, especially when, from what I've heard, especially like when the Sega Saturn launched
1: and stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, because that was the end of Sega, essentially, right there, even though it was a great system. Mm Mm-hmm. Now,
0: going back into Dumpster Bear proper, you know, despite using, like, these stock Unity assets and stuff, something that I think really sticks out uh, as being wonderfully original is the soundtrack.
1: Yes. Yes, that's, that was done by uh, Mike Petrie. The one thing, like, I knew I could get uh, kind of Unity assets. I think people who don't know video games they don't think Dumpster Bear looks as bad as people who do know video games. So if you're really like a gamer, you know it looks really bad. But if you're not a gamer, it kind of just looks like a video game, but like a bad looking one. But with the music, that kind of added a lot of feel and all the stock music I was looking at just didn't, I needed something that fitted Dumpster Bear's story and kind of his attitude and kind of the, the vibe or the tone. So I had worked with Mike on a Puzzle Monkey. I released a puzzle game on the Wii U called Puzzle Monkeys as well. Uh, and he did the music for that and so I t- I contacted him again and he's a professional musician like that's what he does for a living and he wrote like he wrote an amazing soundtrack and uh, he worked on Dumpster Bird 2 and Jank Brand as well so we've done three games together and yeah you can check him out on SoundCloud and there it's the most professional polished uh, thing about the game aesthetically at least.
0: Oh well, and even then I think it's fair to say that the stock asset thing it's become a defining trade and it was a it was an intentional choice right
1: uh yeah that was that was more due to uh just knowing kind of being realistic about the kind of revenue the game would generate it wouldn't if you i would have paid for uh an actual artist it would have been not worth it uh monetarily at all
0: mm-hmm so as we go into the final minute, uh, what a, now? You mentioned that Wii U puzzle game. Uh, as my uh, second last question, I have to ask: What other games have you worked on besides Dubster Bear, Jank Brain, uh, and the Puzzler?
1: Uh, not much that's been released publicly. I, I've kind of messed around with making my own games uh, as I was learning programming as a teenager, but I haven't done. There's nothing really you could you could see. Maybe a couple of Android games, but I think they've been taken down. I had, I had an iPhone game at one point, but it uh, you have to pay 100 bucks a month or something, or 100 dollars a year to keep it on the App Store. So I just took it down because it wasn't getting downloaded enough. But no, pretty much pure. That's it. You've you've got the entire Log Games uh, collection right there.
0: And uh, well, what may, I don't care, I see What made you to settle on Log Games for the name? As we hit, time. I think, I think oh that's time. Okay. That was probably oh, just the BC influenced dumpster bear, you know, his
1: forest got destroyed. Uh, is a big industry up, up, up in BC. So that's probably it.
0: Honestly. And I, I feel like the, the entire story of dumpster bear, you know, though parts of her definitely played for laughs, you know, I think especially of all the discussions going on in BC about, you know, our relationship with logging and stuff right now, I do think it's, I, you know, let, let, let's say it's very topical right now.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, I agree. But it shouldn't be taken seriously at all at the same time. Mm. Like <laughs> but topical, it but it's,
0: it's not do, trying to do deep commentary. It's a video game about yeah, a yeah. bear. He goes into space at one point.
1: He goes into space twice, for in both he, games.
0: He goes into space twice and he fights his dad in a second one, right?
1: Yeah, spoiler. Spoiler alert.
0: Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! But, that said, we're Ron, thank you so much for coming on the show this week. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, loggames.ca and the games are available on PlayStation Store and Steam. Excellent. And also, uh, the first one's still on Wii U, right? As, as long as that's still up actually i think it may be i think it is
1: in eu but i think uh nintendo of america took down a lot of kind of the independent wii u games so i don't think you can get it in america but i do have some wii u codes kicking around so if anybody wants one send me an email and
0: i'll give you a wii u code excellent so again thank you so much for coming on the show uh i guess all i have to ask is what's next
1: Yeah, so this stuff is really kind of a hobbyist thing, so I kind of got to find the time to do it. So who knows? You know, we'll see how how everything works out any time presents itself. But taking a break for now, might just do it in my spare time for now.
0: That's totally fair. So on that note, Speedrun is made possible in part by Podbean. If you would like some paid podcast hosting of your own, then... Why not go to podbean.com slash speedrun or use the code speedrun at checkout. Help out the show. Also help us out for as low as a dollar a month via Patreon because we are a part of stuff we play. Send me your podcast idea, episode ideas to Jamie at stuffweplay.com. Support us via Patreon at patreon.com/slash we play. Finally, for hopefully for the last time in a bit, hopefully we're hoping things settle down soon as we're about to make our schedule for the, the rest of the year, hopefully. Uh, Jazzy edits all these episodes. Yes, even one she's not able to be one, she does a fantastic job. She's part of Cleveland Audio Mixology. Uh, you can message her at Jazzy at com if you would like to talk about getting your own audio editing package. She's fantastic. So on that note, I have been Jay- Jamie. Ron, once again, thank you for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And on that note, thank y'all very much for listening. Stay classy, and I'll see you next time.